Good morning. Today is Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. A friend of mine told me that uh, once he was in the metro and he saw a man sitting on the ground like those who ask for a handout of, of food or money. And this man said to my friend, Excuse me, sir. I've been having a rough day. And I'm wondering if you have any words to lift me up this morning. This Shabbos is the Shabbos for uplifting words, comforting words. We call it this Shabbos, Shabbos Nachamu, the Shabbos of comfort, of consolation. After the beginning of the Haftorah, the Shabbos, from the famous prophecy of Yeshayo Anavi, Isaiah the prophet, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, be comforted, God says through his prophet. Be comforted, my people. That's what God says to us. This is the message of God's comfort to us to lift us up after the saddest day of the year of this past Sunday, commemorating the 9th of Av, Tisha B'Av. And that is a consolation that only God can provide. There's a passage in the Midrash which says as follows. The Midrash tells us that God will appoint Avraham, our forefather, our patriarch Abraham, as God's emissary to console Jerusalem. But, Jeru but Jerusalem will not be comforted. And God will then call on Yitzchak with the same result. And Yaakov and Moshe will try to comfort Jerusalem, but without success. And seeing that Jerusalem refuses to be comforted by its patriarchs, God himself will then approach to console the city. And these words of God that we read this Shabbos are immensely powerful even in our day. As I mentioned to you before, they are written in the present tense because Isaiah is speaking not only to his generation. He is speaking directly to us. The comfort is coming from God today. Listen, please, to this amazing story. Rabbi Menachem Rab, in 1960, came to Israel with a group that he was leading. And they found themselves on this Shabbos, Shabbos Nachamu, in Yerushalayim. And on Shabbos morning, they attended the Yershurun Synagogue, which you may know, you may have visited. I've had the chance to visit. It's one of the main synagogues in Yerushalayim. And that day, in the Yeshurun Synagogue, the President of Israel, Yitzchak ben Tzvi, was in attendance. When it came time for the Maftir and the Haftorah of Nachamu, the Haftorah that we read this Shabbos, the Gabbai of the Shul called up the President for the Maftir Aliyah. The entire Shul stood for him out of respect as he 
was called to the Torah for his Aliyah, and while the entire time he recited the Maftir, Nachamu, Nachamu Ami. And only after he was back in his seat did the congregation sit back down. And Rabbi Rab remembers what a moment. Fifteen years after the Holocaust, the president of the state of Israel read, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, God's promise, I will comfort you. I am comforting you, my people. The president of Israel, in the new state of Israel, comforted the Jewish people with these words of God, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. And we all stood for the entire Haftorah, he wrote, and we were comforted. Our own ability to comfort is much weaker, much more pale, though we are commanded to try. Rabbi Yosef Soloveitchik, the Rav, once made an astonishing statement, and please keep in mind, the Rav did not exaggerate, and he certainly never expressed false modesty. But he once said, I have never fulfilled the mitzvah of nichum avelim, of comforting a mourner. Astounding. The Rav never fulfilled the mitzvah of comforting a mourner? I never fulfilled the mitzvah of comforting a mourner except for one time. When I went to a shiva house and I sat with the mourner for over an hour without saying a word. Perhaps it's because it's so difficult to know what to say. And we touched on this yesterday in a different context. We're not sure what to say when another one, another person is grieving. And because we're not sure, and because we can be uncomfortable and not know what to say, our rabbis provide us with a formula, a prototype, a template that we can use, a suggestion that will point the way for us in how to try to do this. And it's the famous phrase where we say to a mourner, Hamakom yenachem escha. Hamakom referring to God, yenachem escha. God will comfort you. Now, what is the essence of comforting another person? What is the essence of this word, nachem or nichum? connected to the word rachem, which we discussed in the past. Rabbi Leo Young was a remarkable rabbi in New York City in the early part of the 1900s. And he suggested, and he actually said this to every single family who was sitting shiva when they were about to get up at the end of their shiva during his long and illustrious career as a rabbi in New York, he would say the following to, to the family. To understand this word yenachem, we have to look 
at the first time in the Torah when this word is used. And the first time a form of that word is used in the Torah, it is at the end of the Parsha Bereshis, near the beginning of Genesis, at the end of that first Parsha. Now the context is God is changing his mind or looking at something from another perspective. And Rabbi Jung used to say to families, that is what comfort is, to be able to look at something over time from a different perspective. That is what our Haftorah achieves on a national level. Rabbi Soloveitchik explains this in another lecture that he gave. During the day of Tisha B'Av, on the 9th of Av, in the year that the first temple was destroyed, the first base of Middash was destroyed, the fighting raged in Yerushalayim during that day. And God had not yet decided on the outcome. If the Jewish people would be, God forbid, totally wiped out on that day, or if somehow we would survive it was not yet known as that day unfolded. And then late in the afternoon on the 9th of Av, the Beis Amigdash, the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, was set on fire. Now certainly at that moment it was a devastating loss, an incomprehensible loss. But later, there was a shift in perspective. It was a terrible day, yes, but it indicated that God would exhaust his anger on the stones of the temple and not on his children. Tisha B'Av remains a day of mourning and sadness, but it is always followed by Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, God's comfort. And that is what allows us to change our perspective on what happened on Tisha B'Av. The change in perspective is from looking at Tisha B'Av from experiencing the ninth of Av as simply a, day of, as simply a day of loss and grieving to a day, a transformation, to a day of loss and grieving that also contains the seeds of rebirth. Another great leader who expressed this, 1956, and in 1956, there was a terrible tragedy in the Chabad community in the northern part of Israel, Kfar Chabad, where tragically six, five students and their teacher were killed. And at that time, Kfar Chabad was just starting out, and it was very hard for the residents to develop this community. Many of them who had come there had experienced persecution in Stalinist Russia. And in the aftermath of this tragedy, 
Many spoke of moving away. Who wanted to live in a haunted village? A newspaper reported the village was slowly dying. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe sent a telegram. He instructed the residents of this community in Israel to build a new school. And he wrote the following words. By continuing to build, we will be comforted. That does not take away from the pain of the loss. Building a school does not make it that the pain of the loss goes away or is diminished. But it allows for a shift in perspective about how we perceive that tragedy. That that loss is also the impetus for growth. And it is that shift that leads to consolation. And this is true on an individual level where what we hope for, for someone who has suffered, God forbid, a loss, is not that the pain of the loss will go away, but that over time, the pain of the loss will be balanced, will share space with the blessing of having had that person in our lives. And the memories of triumphs and celebrations, that will be balanced with the pain of the loss. There will be a shift in perspective from purely focusing on the loss to focusing on the loss together with the fullness of the beauty of that life. That is what nihumim is. That's what comfort is, consolation is. And the same is true on the national level where we experience a devastating loss and then over time, gradually, our perspective shifts the process of nichum so that we never lose sight of the devastation of the loss, but we also can see within that loss the seeds of rebirth, the seeds of comfort, the seeds of growth. We hope and we need to help foster that every loss, God forbid, eventually leads to the shift in perspective that also, along with the pain, allows for growth and rebirth, allows for consolation. And that is the theme and the message of this Shabbos. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.